queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. you miss us i know you did we had to take a week off so we put up a throwback episode shout out to our girl tiffany nieves um but ladies what is going on uh eagles are 11 and one Uh, cowboys are assholes well their fans are carolina panther still sucks (laughs) Clemson Tigers lost to South Carolina freaking Gamecocks, but beat the Tar Heels in the ACC championship yesterday. So that's a plus. Uh, and the Crimson Tide are not eligible for the bowl for the championship. But freaking Ohio State Buckeyes got back up in there. Here's well, you. Well, so's uh, Penn State. Penn State, I think, is back in there. I think. They were supposed to play they, if the for the playoffs. It's unfortunately we might be enemies. I think they're supposed to play Clemson. No, I saw something online. Um, orange versus orange in the Orange Bowl. Clemson's got Tennessee. You, uh, Penn State's got some. Penn State does have a bowl game. I just forgot who it was against. Clemson's got Tennessee. So. Penn State bowl game. Yeah, it's coming. Oh, you got Utah. Okay. In the Rose Bowl. Oh, nice. Yeah, y'all got Utah in the Rose Bowl. And and then, yeah, it's like, Kayla, how, how ironic. It's like Tennessee and uh, Clemson get the Orange Bowl. Because <laughs> I was sitting there thinking when I saw on Twitter, it said orange versus orange in the Orange Bowl. And I'm like, Wait a minute, Clemson's orange, and wait a minute, who's the other team? And I pulled, I was like, oh no, Tennessee. Well, it's already been stated by Coach Dabo Sweeney himself. Uh, Cade Klubnick will start out as starting quarterback. So, and uh, DJ, buddy, I don't know what you got going on, but your ass got benched. Not even the first, not even the first two freaking minutes of the freaking game, and Cade comes out there and saves the game and takes him to the win. Mm-mm-mm-mm. He's only a freshman, bud. And the last freshman quarterback we had dominated us and make us win another championship. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and. Uh... I was very happy that TCU got in. Their chances of winning the national title are slim. I get it. But um, outside of University of Texas, I do support all Texas te- Texas-based teams. So um, I'm just hoping for the best, but I, I'm glad that they got a shot. 
So, okay. so, um, how you feeling that Verlander's not going to be with the uh, Astros much longer? I was kind of expecting it a little bit and everything. Um, great, great pitcher. He's done a lot for the organization and everything. His asking price is too damn high. There's no fucking way Crane's going to even come close to it. I mean, DeGrom set the table. I know. I know. And I think he's younger than Berlander, if I'm not mistaken, and everything. But but he's more injury yeah. prone. That's true. That's extremely true. So, I mean, it is what it is. If if Berlander ends up leaving, it's like great respect. Kudos to everything you've done for our organization and everything. And it's like wish him nothing but the best. But his asking price is way too high. So I doubt. Yeah, I seriously doubt. Especially after I heard about DeGrom and everything and Mets being all in for Verlander, I was like going, yeah, there's no way he's going to stay now. Yeah, but I don't know if they're going to be able to get Verlander at the Mets. That's the thing. Because there's other teams that want pitching and the Mets letting DeGrom go. If they weren't going to pay DeGrom, why are they going to play Verlander? Now, no offense to Verlander, but he's the age. They already got an aging uh, Scherzer. So it's like, why are you going to you, you be better to invest? And um, this is coming from a Phillies fan. It's I know, better, yeah. It's better to invest in young pitching. Like, we've got Nola. And, yeah, we're looking at possibly picking up Ray Doan. But yeah. I, I would prefer Trey Turner over pitching because pitching, we got young pitching down in the in the minors. So, yeah, it, that's going to – I'm honestly interested with the winter meetings coming up, what's going to happen. College is getting heated up um, and – you know, the NFL is getting towards playoffs and teams being eliminated. Unfortunately, Houston, uh, Houston Texans have been eliminated. <laughs> Don't fucking get me started. How I the, f- how, the fuck did, how the fuck did you guys not destroy Deshaun Watson? I would have made it my mission. You would have been. I wouldn't have cared if I got kicked out of the game and got fined. If, if I was, if I was a Houston Texan. DB, defensive end, whatever, my ass would have broken his body. If there's one person who deserves to be fired after today, it is our offensive coordinator, Pet Hamilton. His play calling absolutely sucks. He's doing a fucked up job. And so I'm surprised I haven't heard news about him getting fired and Lovey Smith might not be too far behind him. I'm sorry, but you can't fire Lovey. I'm going to put this out right now. If they fire Lovey Smith, that is the biggest fucking bullshit move because Lovey needs a little bit more time to restructure that system. He did it with the Bears. You got to give him more time. You got to give him better coaches. I'm sorry. Yeah, but it's like at, at this time next year and everything, it's like I want a new offensive coordinator in place, and I hope we draft Bryce Young. And, and you know, I hope the Panthers – get better too yeah but technically their division is still up in the air (laughs) i can't i remember that one time before with like all all the all the teams in nfc south had like losing records and stuff and so it's just like you know anyone's for the taking oh my gosh oh Ladies and gentlemen, this is the wrestling podcast, but we're sports fans too. So I know we've gone on a long way about it. Forgive us. We haven't spoke much in the last couple of weeks. So except for via text. 
Okay, so this is our first show since Survivor Series. So we are going to have like Survivor Series recaps like filtered in like here and there, depending on the subject. But had to start, got to start out with a little bit of fun on this one. Um, we're getting towards the end of the year. Our Carolina boss lady has um, driven me and Jolie crazy all year with um, all the stuff she's uh, thrown at us on her challenges. The questions have been unreal. Um, Jolie, it's like, right? It's like, uh, Kayla's like, driving us crazy, right? Yes. Okay, so... Wait till the next one. <laughs> all right. No, all right, for real, right. I'm actually struggling with this one. I actually asked my, <laughs> I asked my friend, I said, I need help, please. <laughs> Did you ask your mom? No. Okay. All right. So, Kayla, I'm throwing you in Jester's chair. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. All right. So I'm going to see how you do with these. Because I had to think stuff was on top of my head. I was like, all right, I'll throw these at her. Oh, Lord. Okay. So the topic is women's Grand Slam champions. For both questions, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. So number one, when you add up the days as recognized by WWE, of the combined reigns for all four titles for for each woman, who's who's number one? The most combined days that they held each title. So it's like if you got, combine them for all four titles, who's at the top? That's just main roster, right? Yeah, no, no, no. These this is the four out of the four women who are Grand Slam champions: Sasha, Bailey, Asuka, Charlotte. Um. Oh, if I had to take a guess, I think it's Bailey. She's actually third. Okay. All right. So (laughs) you've got Sasha number four with a total of six hundred forty-four days. You have Bailey third with nine hundred fifty-three. Second with 1,054, you have Charlotte. Oscar would be number one. Okay. And Oscar is number one with a total of 1,155. I was thinking her, but then the last time I heard something, Bailey was up there too. But wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then the second question Which woman held each title for at least a combined 100 days? Um, That'd be Oscar again, wouldn't it? Actually, no. What? Who's held each title, the Raw, the SmackDown, the NXT, the tag team for a combined 100 days. Hold on, hang on, hold on. Wouldn't be Charlotte. I don't know, Bailey. At least. Sasha. Sasha. Yeah, no, it's like she held. The Raw for 106 days total. She held the NXT for 191 days. She held the tag titles uh, 100 uh, combined 180 days. And then the SmackDown Women's title for 167 days. All right. <laughs> Speaking of Sasha Banks, you better hope this little rumor that's going around is don't come true. Or I'm coming to Texas to hunt you down. Oh, God. 
What? The little rumor is that she's the one that's going to break Miss Jade Cargill's record and become TBS Women's Champion. That's not possible because she is still technically under contract and WWE has the possibility of putting on her these days that she has not performed back on top of her contract. So she she has no, unless they buy her out, which I do not see Triple Mm -hmm. H, Stephanie or Nikon doing. Me neither. She she will not be doing that anytime soon. Well, good. It better stay a rumor. So I think you're safe. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. I swear I can't do shit these days. Y'all are threatening to come down to Texas and kick my ass. I might as well might as well just stay home forever and not go to another wrestling event as long as I live. Okay. Hey. Okay. No, you're not allowed to go to one. At least I can have one. One pay- live pay per view, and then you can go again. So you got to wait till at least WrestleMania 40. I'm gonna try to go to 40. I'll allow you to go to that one because I'll be there. <laughs> Y'all are retarded. <laughs> Don't use that word. You've lost your mind, Kayla. There. <laughs> Let you go to that one. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of WrestleMania, okay. So. Actually, no, no, no. Let's get back to Sasha. Okay. Because we need to get, we need to talk about this fire Rhonda. Hashtag because of her tweet. Now, I brought this up in the group chat, and you, Kat, were vehemently saying that you know she, uh, you you disagreed with Rhonda, and um, I actually agree with Rhonda. I I know that there are circumstances as why she walked out, I understand those circumstances, but Sasha ran away, Sasha left. Sasha basically said fuck you to the fan base and to everybody in the locker room. Now, while it is a legitimate gripe, and I understand, and I support her what she did, but the way that she went about it is not good business ethics. She walked away. She ran away. Chanting her name during Ronda's matches is doing nothing. Except annoying fans at home that already do not like Sasha. And fueling the internet rumors of that, oh, she's going to AEW, which would cause Kayla to go kill somebody. Uh, Wordly, of course. Metaphorically. She would destroy them with her words. She will not travel to Texas and beat somebody's ass for being a crew member. Though I'd like to see that fight. Wrestle Ray, book it. Um, But... but my my thing is, I'm a Sasha fan, and again, like I will support her whatever she does. Just like I with with Alistair or Malachi and Keith. Um, I just feel that the way that she's went around things, like yeah, that was Vince. Vince is in charge right now, and the fact that she hasn't signed anything or she's she's living her own life, I'm cool with it. That's fine. But I'm sorry, but being that annoying fan base it's just like it's equating her to the whole CM Punk bullshit the whole chance for CM Punk half the time when you know he ain't coming back you know it, it's it's frustrating as a fan like well okay can you just let us know what the fuck is going on so in a sense Rhonda is right 
Rhonda is just as frustrated because she doesn't know what the hell is going on either. Or at least that's what she's portraying. So do you think as a crew member, Sasha needs to come out and say, this is what I'm doing. Kat? You've never heard a damn wrestler in their life say that. Say what? As far as like what's going on, as far as like what they're doing and everything like that. If they're in the middle of a hiatus. Uh, somewhat somewhat true, somewhat not. You at least hear a little bit from somebody what they're doing, regardless if it's too... It may not be in full detail, but look at Edge and Beth. Why is Edge out making a movie? It has... There's something going on. If You know, I mean, obviously look at Charlotte. We know it's personal reasons. Okay, what is it? We don't know. We haven't heard anything about what's going on with Sasha Banks. What's going on with Naomi? I mean, I think I've been hearing that she's been backstage supporting Jimmy in his matches and stuff, but... I don't know. You ain't, you can still kind of just come out and say something and just let us know. Because if you, you know, nothing against them, but if you really care about your fans and your fans base, your fans are concerned about you. You would let them know somehow. Some way. But let's, let's look at Becky. When she was pregnant, she trolled. She trolled the hell out of everybody. Bailey did the same thing. I'm not saying that she has to come out and say, well, I'm not resigning or I'm just sitting home until my contract runs out. I, I just want to know the hell is going on. I'm frustrated as a fan because I want to see her back. Cause right now her feuding with Rhonda would be perfect. Because we would get that 2019, that whole feud all over again, which we never got because they pushed on to Becky and Charlotte. And to go off what Kayla said about Charlotte, Charlotte has been posting pictures of her in the gym. She's been posting her gear. She's been leading up and everybody's saying that she's coming back. I think that she's most likely going to be coming back as a surprise entrant in the Rumble, which would give her perfect time. I mean, we, everybody knows what's going on with Carmella. They did not have to say anything, but they did. I just I just feel that we, as a fans, need to know what's going on with the whole situation. The company needs to either say that she's fired or she's just working out her thing or she's coming back. I mean, if she's doing her acting gig, that's fine. But all we see her doing is Fashion Week and... You know, at basketball games or baseball games. I mean, it's got to be frustrating as a crew member. Because you want to see her in ring, don't you? Of course. No, that... Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Of course I would like to see her back in the ring. I'm a huge fan of hers. Right around the time when her and Naomi walked, I said, one of the things I did say from the beginning is that I am old school. And that's, and I agree with you as far as like not good, not good business ethic because I'm very old school and you don't just walk out on your job. I agree with you on that part. 
Okay. But it also, again, I, I do, I also supported what she did. Now, as far as like why she has not come back yet, um, it's like, I keep hearing like multiple things and it's like her and WWE are far off as far as like money or stuff like that and everything. I also heard that she's not doing anything wrestling related until 2023. Um, so she can get, um, some other projects out of the way. Yes, these are all reports that these are not from her. I did see a couple of videos from her um, on Instagram, but they're very they're very minimal as far as like with big things to come, stuff like that. What they are, do not know. Every single all I, all I can say is that every single person has a way of handling their own business. Hers is definitely not the most conventional because we've heard very little from her and everything. And a lot of her fans that I see on Twitter, and I, and of course I follow some as well too, and everything. It's like they want her back in the ring, but they also support what she what she's doing. So I'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. I had Rhonda as one of my topics, so let's just get into that one right now. So, Survivor Series. Uh, Her match with Shotzi, the shortest out of the whole bunch. And it seemed like Shotzi was carrying that match a lot and everything until Rhonda, like, picked it up in the end and ended up getting the win and stuff. And everyone's everyone's been tweeting out the fire Rhonda Rousey all over Twitter and everything. And... So it's like, all right, uh, well, Jolie, let me ask you this, since you're the one who brought it up right now and everything. It's like, I mean, the way that they've been handling Ronda lately and everything, is that the right direction? It's like, she should, should she be the one leading SmackDown roster based on everything that's going on and who they have available and stuff? I think she's the one that puts uh, butts in seats right now off the female roster. Um, I mean, with the bringing over Bailey, that'll help, but you know, she's the one that people want to see. She's the one that people will pay to see. It's Ronda fucking Rousey. She's one of three of the first women to ever main event WrestleMania. She is a multi-talented person. She's also their biggest heel. So, yeah, her running Raw, running SmackDown right now is their only option. Because I, I don't see that Liv, um, as much as I love Liv, her title run sucked. It did. Now, that could be just because of the feud with Ronda, but Ronda was also transitioning from the face to heel, which is something she needed to do. I think that you could possibly say that, well, Shayna could be, uh, as much as I love Shayna, I don't see her running the division. When it comes to running the division... I'm sorry. There's only four women that can run the women's division. Sasha, Bailey, Becky, Charlotte. Until these other women can step up to their level. Now, Dakota, Io, Mia, and Rhea, and Bianca are the next five, I think, that are able to take over. Alexa has the possibility, but right now her character is so... I have no the fucking clue what way her character is going that I can't see her being able to be a top female until she switches that flips that switch and either becomes the massive Wyatt heel that we want her to be again 
because we all loved her as the evil doll. Mm-hmm. She was psychotic, and I love that when she's psychotic. Nikki, Nikki can't run shit. I'm sorry, I love no. her to death. She's just no, she's not all there. She's cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Um, Tegan, we just but, thank you, Papa H. Thank, you. <laughs> thank fuck you. Yes, thank you for bringing her back. One hundred percent. I am so excited for that. Um, now that we have her with Liv, I think that's a great tag team. Uh, I would also love her back with Shotzi, but I have Shotzi's with Raquel right now, so that's that dynamic's fine and full. So yeah, right now Rhonda is your best option. When Charlotte comes back, Charlotte's taking over SmackDown. Honestly, I would love to see Sonya take shot uh, over as well, but I don't know what's going on with her character. And, you know, <clears throat> Shawn Michaels, I swear to fucking God, if you thought uh, Kayla is killing people over uh, somebody beating Miss Jade Cargill's record, uh, wait till you find out if they beat Asuka what these women are going to do to you. If you have Mandy Rose beat Asuka's record, I swear to ever-loving fuck, I will pay for Kayla to come whoop your ass. I will pay for Mama Larissa to come whoop your ass. You don't want Mama Larissa up there. So, you know, there's really nobody right now SmackDown side that could take the reign. Now, if you moved Rhea over there, different story. It has to be a key dynamic. It has to be a key player. And right now, all the key players are on Raw. Right. I do agree with that. So, Ronda is your best choice until Sasha comes back, Naomi comes back if they come back, and when Charlotte comes back. Because Charlotte is the one that could run that locker room and direct it the way it's got to go. Okay. Now, if they do a shakeup, that that's a whole different story. But we'll see what happens. What do you think, Caleb? But no, I agree with Jolie. Right now, honestly, SmackDown's roster is kind of lackluster. Like, um, as far as Ashley running the vision, Ron is the only one that can do it. I mean, she's the only baddest on the baddest woman on the planet for a reason. Until uh, Miss Queens herself comes back. So, until then. Keep the women, keep the SmackDown Women's Division hot, because it ain't gonna be very long before that fire runs out. <sighs> Man, it's just, <sighs> yeah. I think I think it needs to shake up now. Well, I mean, I just, but uh, but I mean, it's not gonna happen until at least after Rumble. So, because it's like from what I hear, it's like that once Charlotte comes back, she's supposed to go over on Raw, and then Becky's supposed to come over on SmackDown. So. I don't want that happening. Because that means Seth is going to come over here and Seth is better on Raw right now. Seth has been putting over so many of the younger male talent on Raw and you've got way too many star-powered uh, guys on SmackDown as is. Um, pulling Becky over would be a mistake at this point. Right. If you're going to pull anybody over, it would pro- your best bet, um, I honestly feel that would be to pull Judgment Day over to SmackDown. That way you could have Finn going after Roman, Damian going after Roman, Dominic going after his daddy. Um but yeah, no, there there's just no no um 
moving Becky over to SmackDown would be kind of stupid at this point. Maybe putting Asuka over there would be a good idea. But Becky, is, unless you're going to move to Seth, and I haven't heard them say they're going to move Seth. Yeah. Seth likes Raw. Seth doesn't like SmackDown. Besides, I kind of like him uh, calling Austin Theory kid. I still can't believe they gave him back the title. You got lucky. That was that was such bullshit. I still can't believe they gave him back the title. It was a great match at Survivor Series and everything, but it's just like towards the end. That see, I gotta admit though that that ending sequence was cool. How they pulled it off and everything, but it's just like it was the wrong person getting the three. It's like, uh, man. Oh, how is it that? Becky Lynch is afraid of heights, but she's the one who was up on the on the top of the cage doing the table dive. I mean, I would. I'm. There's no better way to die than by Becky's ass. Um, but I think that you know the fact that she's getting out of her comfort zone, that she's more confident, and I think a lot of that goes back to her having that confidence and trust in Charlotte at the WrestleMania 30, um, 35, 35. Yeah. 35 match when they did this, the, the Spanish fly. I think it all, it all stems back from that because, you know, if you listen closely, you heard Charlotte counting down and being patient and being very, very good with her former, now her former best friend. So it's like, I think Charlotte was the one that kind of sparked it. And then working with Molly Holly and the the men who have been doing these matches mm-hmm. and the the respect that, and it made honest sense that she was the one to smash Dakota in EO in the, in the table since they're the ones that took her out eventually, eventually. So right. I, I'm just like, I'm looking forward to it. And I, uh, I kind of can't wait till, all these women are in the same ring at the same time. Bianca, well, no, she won't lose the title. Um, so it'd be Tegan and Candice and Rhea and Mia Yim and Dakota and Io. The, this, this core group of women that were in NXT that we all felt would be the ones to take over the mantle of the horsewomen. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be amazing to see when that happens. And, yeah. you know, again, unfortunately, Ronda's the, the only choice right now. And the rumor is that she's going to be facing Raquel at the Rumble. And I'm here for that. Because I think as much as I love Shotzi, Shotzi's more of a daredevil. And her styles do not mesh well with Ronda's. And while it did seem that, that Shotzi was carrying the match a lot and that, that botch at the end... Um, it just they don't mesh well style points. I think she'd mesh better with uh, with Shanna, which we've seen. I yeah. think Raquel would me- her style will mesh since she's more of a brawler and a brute. Will mesh well with Ronda's. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, right. But yeah, no, it's it's the women need to step up on SmackDown. Yeah, exactly. But I do, I will tell you this before we, before we move on a little bit. When it comes to the War Games matches, um, 
the men's and women's war games matches and everything. I even said this on Twitter. It like it seemed that night that the women had more balls than the men. The women went above and beyond to set the table and the men ate at the table. Yeah, exactly. Uh even uh, what was that? Even the triple threat match was a better match than the men's war games. Now the men's war games was an amazing match. No, like I mean, I loved every minute of it. I loved, you know, Jimmy or Jay finally accepting Sammy. I thought that was great. But Jay. yeah, I said Jay after I said Jimmy. Yeah. Um, I I just think you know that the men was just I wanted more. Yeah. But the women, with, the women you, just set the fucking table. They right. always do. They always do. You agree with that, Kayla? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that was insane. All right, Kayla. So recent rumors are starting to come out about WrestleMania with Roman. And as of right now, it looks like they're having uh, going to have The Rock win the Rumble to go up against Roman for the titles that night. If it's both the titles at the same time, he's not going to lose. But I wanted to ask you both, and Kayla, I'm going to start with you in the thing. So if you had, from now until WrestleMania, what would your what would be your dream scenario as far as like how to handle Roman's titles? Well, obviously, it's The Rock. You really don't need him coming back to win a Royal Rumble. You could just have him maybe just because, obviously, he's in the part Samoan and be part of the bloodline. They could have him maybe the last, maybe not the last SmackDown before WrestleMania, maybe a couple weeks building up to it where he's Roman's out there, he's running his mouth and they control it and and let The Rock just come out and confront him and say, hey, I challenge you for the Universal title at WrestleMania. Set it up that way. Um, then, since prediction that a certain American nightmare is going to be in the Royal Rumble. Have him win the Rumble, take the WWE, and have him go up against Roman. Have him lose the title, WWE title. Cody takes it back to Monday Night Raw. And obviously, we know The Rock's not going to beat Roman for the Universal title. Roman can stay on SmackDown because apparently, now for being the WWE undis- Universal Undisputed Champion, SmackDown's his home. Raw don't get to see him. So if you want to keep him on SmackDown, give him the Universal title and let him defend that. And that's how I would look at it. And a little note to people on Twitter. That's bitching. That a certain people's executioner is going after Rey Mysterio next. Think about it. Who does he want? He wants Roman Reigns. What does Roman Reigns have? The WWE Championship. He wants the WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre, former WWE Champion. Rey Mysterio, former WWE Champion. This is just a little 
crossroads in the way before he actually gets what he really wants. So shut the hell up and use your brains because y'all don't do it. There is a reason why he's doing what he's doing. It's called killing time until the right time is necessary. Now, thank you. And people come ask me who the people's executioner is. I'm sorry you don't call yourself a wrestling fan if you don't know who that is. I'm sorry. (laughs) Now, let me ask you this. Since you put it that way and everything. Okay, so let's see past WrestleMania. Roman still has the Universal title because Cody's got the WWE on Raw and everything. How, I mean, it's like, would you see Cross possibly winning money in the bank and then cashing in on Roman to get it after that? Or? Nope. Um, wow. Okay. I'm going to do maybe a little prediction because a certain somebody also wants the universal title. I I'm going to do a wild prediction here and kind of you know dream. Bray Wyatt's going to win your Money in the Bank contract. Ooh. Bray Wyatt's going to cash in on Roman and become your universal champion. Interesting. And also, <laughs> it's been stated that Cross wants to fight Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt wants to fight him. And they both stated that it wants to be for a championship. I don't I don't know when Cross is going to become champion. I don't know. When it happens, I'm going to be happy. I just right now I just feel like how they're building it up, taking out each former champion. Because right now you're thinking about it, Roman's called <laughs> he don't scare me. But he's also forgetting there's a couple other people that huge target. Mm-hmm. And he's not thinking straight. But that's one thing. If Cross wins money in the bank, well, I hope he goes down in history of actually cashing it in and becoming champion and not <laughs> going the list of everybody else that failed. But um, I think Bray Wyatt might be the one who won the money in the bank to dethrone. Because I, as much as it would be nice to see Cross dethrone Roman Reigns, I just don't see it right now. And yes, people was like, well, Scarlet put the hourglass down, TikTok times up. Yeah. Take it back to NXT a little bit. He did that to who did he do that to? Keith, Keith he uh, or Adam, Adam, Adam. He did it to Adam Cole. But who ended up taking the title off of Adam Cole? Keith, Keith Lee. Lee. And then they started the fireballs up. And mm-hmm. that's when eventually he took it off of Keith Lee. Right. So that necessarily may not be a strike. Hey, I'm taking the title off of you, but your time is up. You know, either way. So that's another thing I love about um, Cross and Scarlet. They can just, you know, they're storytellers. They they have a reason for what they do. So, and thank you, Mr. Cross, for liking the article. I saw you liked it. Hopefully you read it. Um, but, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. If I'm wrong, okay. I'm wrong. But I don't see Cross getting a title right now, but it's coming. But Roman, he's right. I, Roman's going to lose it real soon. And we don't have to acknowledge the tribal chief no more. And go on to some Samoan island and take a take a breather. Drink a margarita or whatever you drink, because you need it, boy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Mark the time. December 4th, 2022, 821 uh, p.m. Central Time. Jolie, go ahead. What was the question? All right. From now until WrestleMania, 
What do you, I mean, in your head, what do you see happening with Roman's titles? Roman's just going to sit on the side like a little baby bitch that he is um, and make everybody do everything for him. And you're going to have Solo reporting back to the ancestors, to the true tribal chiefs. And that's what's going to bring the rock in because I think the, he's working with the rock. Um, just because of the way that he, he hasn't hold up the one he hasn't. The only person he's really enthusiastic being around is, as Sammy Zane. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think basically he's there as a spy okay. and I'm not the one that I, somebody coming up with this, this theory, it was not me. And I thought it was brilliant. So, um, so I just think that he's like, you know, he's there like as a, okay, well, I'm reporting back to to the Rock. And you're not going to have the Rock in the Rumble. You're going to have the Rock come out at the end, a la Ronda Rousey in 2018, where, you know, she just points at the sign and at Roman, or I mean, at the, the two champions, she pointed at the sign after Asuka won. So... <clears throat> I think that that's the way he's just going to come out because they're going to end with the men's rumble because, of course, they have to because, you know, the men are so... Ugh. They haven't had a good fucking ending match. I'm sorry. They, they have, haven't. They, they, so it's going to... Like, Roman's just going to be sitting by with the walrus behind him. <laughs> no, just just stroking his titles and, you know, watching the match and then no, entry number 30 is Cody Rhodes and Cody Rhodes wins it. And so, and then you have The Rock come down. And he looks at Cody, says, you go for one, I go for the other. And that's how you get Roman to headline. Again, this is not my idea. Right. I do not know who said it, and I would give them all the credit if I could remember who said it. But this is how you would get Roman to be the first man in history to headline WrestleMania on both nights. Yeah, I did hear that he would, one. He would face Cody Rhodes night one, and he would face The Rock night two. Now, if they have money in the bank, I do agree with Caleb that it's going to be Bray Wyatt that wins the ti- it was the money in the bank. And then, so let's say he doesn't beat The Rock, or he beats The Rock... And, but he's beat up and the Usos are beat up and yada, yada, yada on the outside because Sammy finally turns on him and Kevin and they just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> and then you have Ray come down, cash in, and then, <laughs> and then to close out WrestleMania, Kayla, it's going to go dark. And in the middle of the ring is going to be a fucking hourglass. <laughs> and that is how you set up for season 3000 of WWE. <laughs> right? Because, uh. because the Royal Rumble is the season finale. WrestleMania is the season premiere. Right. This is what sets off the year to set up to the next year's Rumble. Next year, all the, the, the big ones. This is what sets it up. And I think yeah. if you set up, especially with however they are doing whatever they're doing, with the Uncle Howdy and all that stuff, yeah, it is a faction. And I feel that Cross, even though you don't agree that he needs a faction, could have a faction. And I think a good faction for him 
is one that deals with judgment. This would also free a certain prince to go and stay on Raw and face Cody. I, I just... So, the Bray faction, and if Judgment Day joins Cross, oh, fuck yes. Um, <laughs> because admit it, admit it, if Cross and Judgment Day teamed up, that would make the bloodline look like fucking Chihuahuas versus Pitbulls. And one fluffy Pomeranian named Dominic Mysterio. Screw Dominic <laughs> Mysterio. I won't even... Yeah, he's part of Judgment Day, but... Just, I mean... I know Marcus from World Elite Podcast hates Dominic Mysterio. I'm beginning to see why he does. And again... Little Chihuahua... Uh, no, he's a fluffy Pomeranian. Hey, hey, that's an insult. That's an insult to my dog that's Pomeranian mix. You need to come up with another name. <laughs> oh, man. A Yorkie. He's a fluffy Yorkie. No, Yorkshire Yorkies t- are cute. No. A Pomeranian's cute, too. <laughs> yeah, but he sounds like a Pomeranian. But he does- that's a Chihuahua. Okay, so he's a fucking fluffy chihuahua. Can you imagine? Can you imagine though? Krasha joins up with Judgment, and then Judgment Day starts going at it with the Bloodline. It's like I'm trying to think. They have to have someone to take care of the re- the real problem. Tell me. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, girl, built and everything, she can take Rhea on one on one. He'll snatch her bald. <laughs> right. <laughs> Feel that, bitch. <laughs> but you know, but it's it's there's there's so much that they could do, and it's again, I can work remotely and send you these fucking ideas. Just hire me. I'm pretty sure she can uh, arrange a a meeting at least once a week in Connecticut, <laughs> if needed, maybe. Yeah, maybe not a hard. Times a month. <laughs> not hard. Just straight up ninety five. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> And it's like, since I heard the rumor about the ones face, the team facing the Usos at WrestleMania is going to be K on Sammy. I was just thinking about this and everything. Sammy's probably going to turn on the bloodline in Montreal at Elimination Chamber. That would be awesome. Can, can you imagine a bigger pop besides, besides Sammy already being there? I think that would be awesome. Also, um, shit. There's also a rumor going around that either at the Rumble or Elimination Chamber, a certain superstar is going to return. He is the most listened to person on Spotify next to Taylor Swift. And he is going to team up with Rey Mysterio to take on Dominic Mysterio and Damian Priest. And we are talking about Bad Bunny. And then, oh. and then you're going to get possibly Bad Bunny versus Dominic at WrestleMania. <laughs> because. I got my money on Bad Bunny. I got my money on Bad Bunny. <laughs> and because uh, Ray has stated that he will not face Dominic. Right. Until he's ready to retire. Oh, I didn't hear that last part. He said that'll be his retirement match. He's facing Dominic. Yeah. I think that's what I read. Okay, I didn't read that. La- I I didn't hear about that last part, but 
yeah, it's like if you if you got Dominic versus Bad Bunny at WrestleMania, I will put my money on uh Bad Bunny. Go Bad Bunny. Uh, Dominic, yeah. Yeah, it's like no, Dominic, no. Ugh. I'm so sick of Dominic. And I'm tired I mean, of the whole Mammy said so or Mammy and all I'm like oh my God. It's not Mammy, it's Mommy. I'm sorry, Mummy. <laughs> Look, that's another woman that can crush me with her thighs and I would die happy. Yeah, Rhea, we'll give you her address. <laughs> um, she might. Jolie might have a problem with a certain Australian dude. I I I don't care. Oh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who? You didn't know? I, no, no, I knew that. I knew that they were dating. Oh. No, but it's like I saw that he's already thinking about life possibly out of AEW because his contract's up next year. And What's even better to come back and beat the ass down of Dominic? Hey, get your hands off of my woman, asshole. Exactly. <laughs> so it's just like, you may see him back next year. Uh, Tegan just came back, like Jolie brought up earlier and everything. And it has been officially announced that he's been written off of AEW. William Ringle's coming back. I just I was, and, about, to, I was um, about to bring him up. And Triple H has stated that he wants, I saw something that's saying he wants to make him the Raw and SmackDown general manager. Bring it on! <laughs> Bring it the fuck on! Because his best work before he left was doing general manager stuff in NXT and everything. Mm-hmm. And so to bring him on uh, for that kind of a role on Raw and SmackDown, yes, please, sign me the fuck up. Oh, man. And then plus, it's like, I also heard something about Eric Young possibly coming back as well. Okay, so Eric Young has been officially written off of TNA TV, and they said that he is coming back uh, soon. And there is a possibility, I have not found any confirmation, that uh, Demo is coming back as well. And they will be reinforming, reforming Sanity and giving them the proper run that they deserved. Um. Whether or not they're bringing back Alexander Wolf, I'm not 100% sure. Right. But at least two out of the, the three out of the four are already there since Nikki has already started going crazy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she kind of looks lost now that she is going back to her crazy self. So let's even better bring in some uh, former sanity people. Think <laughs> There's also been rumors that they might bring back AOP. And I need with- to. And with the possibility of FTR's um, contracts being up next year as well, they have yet to decide whether or not they want to do indie or make another run in the WWE. And uh, as long as they're not made a joke, like they were at the end of their their run, Amen. I would love for them to come in and run it one more time. I yeah, would love, like-, like if if these are the tag teams that you have, I, I would. Legato, give me that match with FTR. Usos, give me that. Again. New Day, again. Do it again. Sanity, give it to me. Respectfully. There's so many more possibilities. And um, again, if they take time off, I respect the fuck out of them. They're one of the best old school uh, bloody knuckle uh, tag teams that we have that are not flippy dippy hippy dippy dum dums like the young bucks. 
But Man. I will say, I will say this. Um, as much as I loathe, despise, and detest anything AEW and Kenny, I look like a day old ramen noodle head. Omega, the fact that they did spotlight the I support trans kids and he went to the sign. Thank you, sir. I respect that. Now stay the fuck out of Texas if you truly mean that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. But it's just like, speaking of tag teams, it's like all these women have been coming back and everything. And this is like the perfect time to start bolstering up a women's tag team division and everything. And uh, with Chelsea Green saying she wants to go home and Deanna Perrazzo just tweeting out the other day to Chelsea, do you have room at your home? Yeah, that that's actually kind of shocking. But again, she had a really good relationship apparently with Triple H. So yeah, uh, and they're, I, they're they're a VXT. That that's a tag. They're a tag team already. And also, um, they they're interested in Jordan Grace. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You did you did mention that. Um, no, this is this is new. Uh, oh, this, okay. uh, this is actually a new report that has come out oh. that they are very interested in, in signing her when her contract's up. Um. Also, Nick Aldis, they want to sign, and Moose yeah. as well. So it, it's it's looking like a very, very fun new time. And uh, someone did say, well, they are acting like, you know, AEW was um, back at, like, when they started. I don't see it as them acting like AEW. See, AEW sign people to sign people, whereas WWE is righting wrongs. Of what should not have happened. Yeah. There's also a rumor of what a half of one of Kayla's favorite tag teams might be coming back. (laughs) I know exactly where you're going with that, but until I actually see it, I don't believe it because it's just I don't know. It might be a few. It might be a few months, at least a few months, more months before that's even uh, because right. It's just I don't know. Because I keep saying, because uh, I have one friend that keeps saying, keep watching NXT, keep watching NXT. And I said, I'm very good at just being able to get the preview up every week. And it says, what would be the one thing for you to start watching it again? And I'm thinking for him to return. But I just, I don't know. Um, that That's not who I'm talking about. What are you not know talking about? Uh, let's just say, let's just say um, it would be at least a few months, maybe three to six before that possibility is even um well that's, ha- a, that's even a possibility because uh uh one half of the team would have to get back into ring shape and technically the, kid. The, the one would be able to come back now though just one, to, yeah just to annoy the fuck out of kayla which i would actually love oh no not them but if they i will admit if they were less annoying like they were in, in Impact Wrestling, then they might be all right. I didn't really, I really actually liked them when they were in Impact Wrestling. I felt like they would be able to be themselves. Yeah. But if they come back and do the iconic, oh, we're going to have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you, let me tell y'all what y'all thought, what y'all think of this because Sportskedia tweeted this out and everything. And it has to go back to William Regal and everything. This is a quote. This is something said by they they tweeted this out like a quote from EC3. 
Um, when William Regal went over to AEW, the word was, he said, I immediately regret this decision. There's very much a maturity issue here with the, within the management. Do y'all buy that? Yes. 100%. That there is immaturity and yeah. That Regal would, that Regal would say something like that? Yes. Okay. When have you ever known William Regal to hold his punches? Oh, I know. What do you think, Kayla? What she said. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> oh, man. No, we're going back to... I mean, just... um, Yeah, it's like all the returns have helped out a lot. I mean... Fans have keep saying, oh, they're coming out with no pop and everything. Uh, someone actually brought up a very good point because they posted out a video from Alexa Bliss's SmackDown debut, and she didn't get much of a pop there either. So it's like um, Triple H has a different way of doing things, obviously. So people need to relax. And it's also not about the pop. Here's the thing. It's once they realize who it is, then they yeah. pop. Yeah. It's not like, and going back to AEW where they leak, oh, we've got a big announcement. That's what makes what WWE doing so much better. You don't know who the fuck is coming. Yeah, because it's like with Tegan's return and Gallows and Anderson, just that day, it was like reported like like their returning is imminent or like there's talks about that, that they're coming back and everything like that. And then they're back that night. And then, of course, you can never get over like Candace and Johnny, those were like spur of the moment, like pop their back. Well, like they were saying with Johnny that they, they literally smuggled him across Canada. So nobody would know. Yeah. It reminds me of Sasha's return. at SummerSlam. Poor Johnny. Just get in a suitcase. Nobody will know. Right. <laughs> oh man. No, because I remember watching that uh, special with Sasha and everything. It's like they actually drove her across. They drove her like in an SUV across the border and everything. So like no one would figure figure it out and stuff. So <sighs> no, but all the returns have been great. And Survivor Series, like I said earlier in the beginning, this is like the first time we've had a chance to even talk about it a little bit um, since, the, um, since the event happened and everything. And Survivor Series was phenomenal. It was great. Um, great way to end the year as far as like uh premium live events are concerned and war games it oh god I tweeted this out I tweeted this out that night Alicia Taylor should be the only one to announce war games matches going forward when I heard her voice in the beginning I was like going thank you Triple H oh 100% I, I feel that she just brought a flair to it and she did William Regal justice. Amen. Amen. Oh, fantastic. Oh, so before we get to crazy tweets, Kayla, you want to wrap up as far as like Survivor Series, like what you, th- what you thought about it and all that kind of jazz? I know we talked about it like little by little and everything, but. Um, obviously a female match was awesome. Um, what else was there? Other than Triple Threat Match for United States Champion was awesome, um, regardless of the freaking outcome. But um, I enjoyed it, honestly. Survivor Series War Games, I mean, 
I liked it because it was a little, feel a little different than normal Survivor Series instead of such and such has been eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> um, but is this what we're going to get from going forward? Hey, if it is, I'm up for it. So, above all, I enjoyed it. Even the AJ and Finn match, you know. Obviously, we can tell that's still not over between Judgment Day and OC. Right. Way before. Oh, I proved it on Monday Night Raw, so they ain't nowhere near be done, so. <laughs> <laughs> Man. All right. Uh, Jolie? I absolutely fucking loved it. It was a great way to end the year, and it sets up so much for Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. All right, Kayla, what you got? I got quite a few. Oh, God. But this one is not a funny tweet. This one just kind of made me laugh and I had to share. Okay. This is from MJF. (laughs) Everyone, I don't know what he has against this state. I apologize to anybody that lives in this state, but this kind of just made me chuckle. Everyone in Indiana is married to their sister and they all masturbate with corn cobs. I'm not worried about them reading this tweet because people from Indiana don't know how to read. <laughs> that would be MJF, that little shit. Oh, I had to. That was funny. That's disgusting. <laughs> okay. Um, we've already talked about this one. I'll go to this one. It says, okay. hashtag fire Ronda Rousey. You've got to be kidding me. And this happened to be when Tegan returned. They commented and said, Tegan Knox back in SmackDown Women's Division as if it couldn't get worse than what it already is. Biggest mistake of your life for bringing her back. What? I'll let Jolie take that one. You, (laughs) sir, can kindly go fuck yourself. That is all. (laughs) You can take those corn cobs and shove them up your ass. This next one was tweeted about from Ringside News. Disco Inferno doesn't think right there. That's your problem. Anything that Disco Inferno's in (laughs) bullshit, cockamamie piece of shit. No, no, that motherfucker need to go with Kanye. He need to go disappear off an island. Anyway, he says he doesn't think Dakota Kai belongs on the main roster. In what universe? And and Disco Inferno needs to be labeled an STD. Let's move forward. (laughs) But speaking of ringside news, I have one. Oh, okay. Dutch Mantel says Kevin Owens doesn't have I the have body. <laughs> he doesn't have the tan. He <laughs> looks like a cab driver getting into his cab. I had that one too. <laughs> and you look like a fucking racist piece of shit. Let's move forward, shall we? Because we all know that if you put Kevin Owens and your boy Jake Hagar in a fucking ring, Kevin Owens would fucking destroy his fucking racist cunt ass. Sit down and shut the fuck up, you walrus-looking motherfucker. Oh, God. And my last one, since Jolie told the uh, Kevin Owens one. Okay. But I never get any. No, you're good. You're good. Because when you started saying that from Dutch Mantel's, I bet she's going with the Kevin Owens looking like a cab driver one. Um, Jade Cargill has become a better professional wrestler in a year and a half than Ronda Rousey has in her four years since her debut. 
I've had that. I had that one too. So I'll take that one off my list. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Fine. If you think that, put them in the ring together and see who fucking stands at the end. Exactly. She would break her fucking arm off. Well, Rhonda would break Jade's fucking arm off. Yeah. I'm like, here Jade for that. Jade hasn't been very long. White. And then after Rhonda gets done with her, she'll have another person that would love to rip her from limb from limb. Yeah, hopefully her legs uh, would be healed by then. I'm not talking about that person. Oh! I'm talking about a certain queen of spades would like to rip her from limb from limb. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, her too. Her too. And then what's <laughs> left, Statlander can have her. No, she, she would just come up and say, all right, give me your title. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Oh, shit. All right. I got two. Y'all are going to get heated. And I don't know which one uh, Jester is probably going to open a court on. Maybe one of them. I don't know which one, though. Maybe both. We'll see. All right. So first one at Toxic Attraction says, since no one else is saying it, I will. Triple H has ruined WWE. Hashtag we want Vince. What? Hashtag you're a fucking moron who probably lives in Indiana and fucks your sister with corn cobs. Because Triple H has done nothing but bring in seats. We've seen more sellouts. We've seen more buyouts. We've seen more quality matches than A Shit W has put on. NXT has become watchable again. And, oh, I don't know. Things have been getting a lot better. So, toxic attraction, you sound more like toxic waste. Yeah. And it's like, things get, you said like things getting better and everything. And it's like, especially from the reports that we hear that morale backstage is way better. There's an easier feel and everything. And everyone's not worried about getting fired for saying the wrong fucking thing or doing the wrong thing. And, And not only that, they have a lot more freedom now. Yes. And the thing is, what was one thing that Drew McIntyre said in the ring a while back that we never heard him? They called they called it actually wrestling. Called themselves wrestlers. Right? It's getting better. This is he's you know, it's better than what it was. Vince McMahon cut everything off. And one person who has gotten way more praise for the work he's doing since Triple H took over is one Michael Cole. His commentary has been off the charts. And you hear him referencing like New Japan, other promotions, uh, especially like with Asuka, the work that she did with EO in Japan and everything. It's like broadening the horizons of WWE and to those outside, like the WWE universe and everything. So I don't know what this guy's talking about. What a loser. All right. Then the other one I have is a quote that nondq.com tweeted out from one Vince Russo. <laughs> if fucking Russo, him and Disco Inferno and Dutch Mantel can just go stay on an island with Jan Kanye West for fuck's sake, please. Okay. Yeah. R- Russo's delusional. He says, on th- in regards to WWE, how is there not one sexy, attractive woman who's a non-wrestler? What? Huh? 
does that even mean? Because Kathy Kelly's a non-wrestler and she's fucking hot as fuck. Samantha Irvin. Oh, Kayla? God, yes. Kayla. Oh. Scarlett technically is in wrestling, so throw her into the mix. But she is considered. Te- she is a wrestler, though. Oh, true. Yeah. But she's considered a valet right now, manager, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Selena Vega. She's a manager right now. She's a manager right now. I mean, we haven't seen her wrestle much lately. Actually, since she got back to and everything. But I saw that and I was like going, is this guy gay? <laughs> no, that's an insult to gay men. <laughs> Russo. This is not the era of titties and ass anymore. Just because these women now have a level of sophistication and they're not out there in their 90s, their titties and their andies are, you know, showing every their little naughty bits. It doesn't mean they're not attractive. I would like you to go to Indiana and find a corn cob and shove it up your ass. Because that's the only thing that is worth your time. I fucking hate Vince Russo. Oh my god. Kayla, you want to add anything to that? Other than seriously, I mean, I was sitting there trying to think of some other non good looking females that's not in the wrestling world. That's not a wrestler? Okay, she's very pretty. Renee Paquette. Uh, yeah, uh, he actually is referencing WWE. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. So what? Heck, Alicia Taylor. There we go. Yeah. She's actually really pretty. I actually never really under, under always just saw her with the big old bushy hair sometime on NXT until I was like, oh, so that's what she looks like with that <laughs> War Games deep voice. <laughs> right. Lord have mercy. Oh, wow. See, this is what happens when we don't talk for a bit, don't have a chance to get everything out regarding wrestling-wise. It takes, takes a long-ass time to get it out and record, and then Jolie's going to be Try to piece this together later on. Yes, but I shall do fine. <laughs> All right, Kayla, any final thoughts? Nope, I'm good for this day or tonight, whatever. <laughs> Jolie? It, it has been a very stressful week. We we lost a very, very lovable icon this couple days ago. Noodle, the pug, has passed away. 14 years old. I love that pug. Um, so it it was it was supposed to be a no bones day, but you know, make it a bones day. I will say this. If you're going to a sporting event and you want to get shit faced before going into the event, you have one of two choices. Stay in tailgate. And don't go in or don't get shit-faced and go in. Because you're not only putting yourself in harm's way, you're putting the staff in harm's way. Be fucking respectful. Because a lot of the, a lot of these people, they work Thanksgiving, they work Christmas. I'm going to be working New Year's Day. I, I don't get to celebrate New Year's Eve with my family. I have to be in bed early. Well, I'll stay up till midnight and say Happy New Year and then go to bed. But be respectful to the people that work in stadiums. Be respectful to the people that work wrestling events. Like the dumbasses that decided to say shit about Scarlet and were rude to her. And then lost all privileges. And 
if you're going out to retail stores or to restaurants, please, for the love of God, do not be dicks. Because us poor bastards that work in those industries are working for less than minimum wage and are tired of your bullshit. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Have a good day. (laughs) All right. Well, next week we will be having our end of the year awards. And then in two weeks, it'll be our final challenge of the season. And if our guest flakes out on us one more time, I will be blowing up the DMs on his Twitter and on his podcast Twitter. You know who I'm talking about, Dylan. Oh, Dylan, 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 sweetheart. Oh, bless your heart. If you do not show up, oh, it'll be a very blessed day for you (laughs) if you don't show up. So I, I kindly suggest showing the fuck up. Or are you scared and have no balls? Because if you don't show up, then you really do not have a set. And uh, three women have bigger set of balls than you do. Have a nice day. We love you, Dylan. But words of the wise, yeah, you better show up. All right. That's all we have for this episode of The Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us. And tune in next time as The Takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.